0: Praise the Lord and welcome to our weekly 30 minute podcast, The Elephant in the Room with Bishop Michael Bellamy. Our podcast will cover various topics that are often overlooked, misunderstood, or even controversial from a biblical perspective. We're blessed to have a team of wonderful producers who want to make each episode something that will be enjoyable and informative. Our producers have put together great episodes that will cover a wide range of topics, including a focus on family dynamics. During this episode, we will continue our discussion on generational curses. Today's podcast was produced by Alda Maurice and Lady Satoya Clanton who was also an editor along with sister Tainika Harris Coronado. I'll be right back with today's episode. Today we'll continue the topic of generational curses, which we can rename as generational patterns and behaviors. Last week we introduced the topic of generational curses. We described how some people adopt the belief that generational curses are inevitable. And those people take the stigma of being cursed with them throughout their lives, thinking they have no hope for change or a better outcome. In the episode, we described how generational curses are simply patterns and behaviors that are passed down through generations and even within themselves. By understanding these negative patterns and learned behaviors, we also understand how to break the patterns through salvation in Jesus Christ. In Romans chapter 5, verse 18, the word says, Therefore, as by the offense of one... Judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. Through Jesus' sacrifice, he took away the curse of sin from us. To include those poor patterns and behaviors that seem to plague us in him, We have freedom to live life fully and abundantly without fear or shame. However, so many don't understand the power they have to change their lives because they have become used to living in a state of fear, dread, and shame from past patterns, behaviors, and mistakes. Here's the elephant in the room. Galatians chapter 5, verse number 1 says Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Knowing that we have freedom in Christ, are we holding on to patterns? chains, and behaviors, yokes, that can be broken. What must we do to break generational curses? Get into alignment with Christ. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 2, and I'll read it in the New King James Version. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, In our inaugural podcast episode, which aired on January the 1st, 2022, we discussed several steps that, can, that we can take to align ourselves with the Lord. Here's what we must do. One, resolve within ourselves that something must change in us and in our environment. Secondly, Assess where we are and be honest with ourselves and what we find. Then we must determine our capacity to change in the areas we find ourselves lacking. Third, seek repentance for any sin that resulted from not following God and submit our lives fully to Him. Four, receive power through the Holy Ghost. Five, focus on God's purpose for our lives. Six, ground ourselves in our purpose in Christ. Seven, take inventory consistently throughout our walk with him. And then eight, Repeat the process if necessary and have faith in God Friends, we must change our mindset. No more stinking thinking When we focus our attention on the things of God, we will begin to see a shift in our perspective Philippians chapter 4 verse number 8 The New King James Version reads like this, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. By changing our mindsets, we won't hold on to the idea of being cursed because our negative patterns and behaviors that were passed down through our family lines, we won't take on the projected ideas from others as a blueprint for our lives. In Romans chapter 5, verses 1 and 2, the King James Version says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Knowing this frees us to operate in the gift of salvation, not under the fear, shame, and dread that may have been thrust upon us by family history, our own choices, and the the opinions of others. Take accountability for our actions. First Peter chapter two, verse number 20 reads, for what glory is it? If when ye buffet it for your faults, ye shall take it patiently. But if when ye do well and suffer for it, take it patiently. This is acceptable with God. There are times when we aren't at fault for the things that happen to us but we must still suffer the effects they bring. Consider a family in which the father and husband was a philanderer, or as we know it better, a rolling stone. He established a pattern of infidelity and absenteeism in his family line. And his son took on the same nature by being absent from his family by working long hours and weekends. Well, today, the grandson is going through a separation that looks like it's leading to divorce because he failed to spend quality time with his wife and family. In this example, we see where the grandson isn't at fault for the actions of his grandfather and father, but he is accountable for the actions he took in his family, And marriage, the generational pattern is well established. But the grandson has an opportunity to change how his life is going by taking the appropriate steps to fix his situation through marriage counseling, family therapy, or simply reducing his hours at work. This is Bishop Michael Bellamy. I hope you enjoy our podcast and subscribe to our Facebook page. You will find our weekly 30-minute podcast on many of your favorite platforms. Would you please tell your family and friends to listen in as well? We would also love to hear from you. Feel free to connect with us on Facebook and via email at TheElephant.com. 2022 at gmail.com. Friends, we must be patient with ourselves and our families. In his article titled How to Break Bad Habits on PsychologyToday.com, Dr. Robert TB writes Habits become hard to break because they are deeply wired by constant repetition into our brains. And when you add pleasure to them, like you have with drugs or porn, for example, the pleasure centers of the midbrain get fired up as well. He goes on to say that most habits are formed through triggers that can be set off by emotion, situational effects, or environmental factors. He gives 10 steps on how to break these habits. One, define the concrete behavior you want to change or develop. These changes need to be for something that is specific and doable, such as following the 10-10-30-50 rule for managing our budgets and finances, as explained by Dr. Lynn Richardson in her YouTube video, 10 10 Rule Explained. Don't complicate the math. As a reminder, we discussed financial stewardship in our Managing a Marriage 101 podcast episode, which aired on January 29, 2022. Number two, identify the triggers. Identify the triggers. This may include stress from work, which causes us to make poor food decisions in the morning as we race to work, like eating a glazed donut and drinking an energy drink as our breakfast. TB writes that, If we have trouble identifying our triggers, we should work backwards and ask ourselves, what is going on emotionally? Number three, deal with the triggers. Deal with the triggers. Here, we make the conscious effort to address the triggers head on, such as meditating on God's word, or singing a hymn before we enter our workplace or homes. Number four, develop a substitute plan. Taby writes, if we have an issue with temptations such as sweets before bed or pornography, we can take active measures to substitute bad behaviors with good ones like grabbing an apple or an orange. Instead of eating sweets before bed, or reading the Bible instead of watching porn. Number five, change the larger pattern. Here, if we know that we have an issue with sweets, we can avoid bringing them into the house altogether. Let me say that again because sweets is one of my weaknesses. <laughs> change the larger pattern. Here, if we know that we have an issue with sweets, we can avoid bringing them into the house altogether. And number six, use prompts. When we use prompts, we remind ourselves of the habits we want to break by creating positive triggers and alerts to keep us on track, like grabbing a banana instead of a cookie. Number seven, get supports. Friends, I cannot emphasize enough how important it is to have a support system. Holding ourselves accountable for our changed behavior, like an accountability partner, will help keep us on focus on our goals. Number eight, support and reward yourself. As we make strides in changing our behaviors, we must take the time to pat ourselves on the back. One way this can be done is by tallowing up how much money one can save by not smoking, According to World Population Review, the average cost of cigarettes varies between $5.25 to $12.85 a pack. For a -a two-pack-a-day smoker at the highest rate, they can save $179.90 a week. This is $9,000 three hundred fifty four dollars and eighty cents over a year's time by quitting smoking this person will not only have a better life expectancy healthier lungs and an improved quality of life they will also have a nice nest egg for something positive like a vacation number nine be persistent and patient be persistent and patient tabby rides don't beat yourself up for slip ups or use them as rationale for quitting take it one day at a time and number 10 consider getting professional help we recommend that If you've done the best you can and you are still struggling, consider seeking professional support. This can include a medical doctor or a therapist. Using these steps along with the spiritual tools God has given us through his word, we can break any negative generational pattern, or behavior, even the ones we think are too hard to change, like addiction, abuse, mental illness, or poor health. Philippians chapter 4, verse number 13, the New King James Version reads, Let us know that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Yes, we can. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. In her article titled 2190 Good Habits and a Great Lifestyle, Claire O'Brien wrote The 2190 rule states that it takes 21 days to make a habit and 90 days to make it a permanent lifestyle change. In other words, we need to give ourselves some grace and stay the course. Second Corinthians chapter four, verses eight through nine, the word says we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken. Passed down, but not destroyed. We know that changing ingrained patterns and behaviors can be hard. But we know that the Lord is with us always. As we work to change the negative patterns and behaviors in our lives and in our families, we can keep Galatians 6 and 9 in our sights. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Well, friends, that's all for today. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode, which was produced by Elder Maurice Clanton and Lady Satoya, who is also an editor along with Sister Tyneka Harris, Coronado. We would love to hear from you. Feel free to contact us at TheElephant2022 at gmail.com. Be safe, stay healthy, God bless.